After dating for two years, my girlfriend and I decided to move in together. I was very nervous about this decision. I love my girlfriend, but I didn't want her to have a bird's eye view of my many annoying habits, like my need to constantly check if the chicken is cooked enough, or that I still watch the real world, <laughs> or that I hold press conferences in the shower, actual press conferences, <laughs> where I portray both the media and myself. I was also concerned that my girlfriend and I were rushing into this. Once you sign that lease, your relationship has two paths, a lifetime of marital bliss or a horrible breakup where you try to remember which DVDs were yours. As the meeting to sign the lease with our new landlord approached, I was in full panic mode. But then something happened, which forced us to postpone our lease signing. I booked a Spanish dog food commercial that shot in Madrid. And apparently my ability to act like a Spanish dog was so captivating that they needed to fly me 6,000 miles to Spain immediately. <laughs> this job exacerbated my nerves. Not only did it potentially screw up this duplex that we were about to get, but I had only left the country once before. Furthermore, I knew just five words of Spanish most of which came from my time as a waiter at the Dancing Noodle. <laughs> and I didn't think I'd have much need to say lechuga, lettuce. <laughs> I had a million questions for the Spanish production company that hired me to be in this dog food commercial. Namely, why did you hire me to be in this dog food commercial? <laughs> was there no Spanish thespian who could do what I did in the audition which was chase a cat around a yard. The plane ticket alone cost $5,200. I have a pretty big ego, but I know for a fact that I am not famous. I Google myself at least three times a week, and I know where I stand. I don't love flying, especially when I didn't know Spanish for a flotation device. But my nerves calmed down slightly in business elite. I ate shrimp cocktail and filet mignon. I watched three episodes of The Shield on Delta Horizons TV. I looked at the flight map. Eleven hours to go. <laughs> Holy fuck was this far. <laughs> I thought about all the things that I would do when I got back home. This is a calming ritual for me when I fly. It grounds me in the future. I decided that when I returned home, I wanted to build something out of wood. A birdhouse, maybe use my hands. I wanted to work out more. All the time, in fact, as soon as I got back, I promised to go to the gym daily and I would be in the best shape of my life. The stewardess interrupted this thought with warm chocolate chip cookies, which I stuffed in my dog acting face. <laughs> with the nine hour time change, I arrived in Madrid exactly one day later than when I left. I hadn't been able to siesta, so I used my newly purchased calling card to call my girlfriend. She hadn't heard from the landlord about a new time to sign the lease. It was morning in Madrid and midnight in LA. I told my girlfriend how weird I thought that was. She agreed. There was a lull. How could we have a lull? We were about to move in together and wake up in the same bed every morning. If we were having a lull now, imagine the lulls in the breakfast nook after a month or two. That's Lulltown, USA. 
A few sleepless hours later, a guy who spoke no English picked me up in a nondescript white van. I was fairly convinced that he was going to kidnap me. I eyeballed the lock on the van door, knowing full well I could just leap out onto the highway if I needed to. He turned up the Red Hot Chili Peppers' greatest hits on a CD player, and I immediately felt better. I don't really like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but this was my Spanish driver's way of telling me that he loves America. Or maybe he was trying to soften me before the kidnapping. I didn't care. At least I'd die happy because Scar Tissue was suddenly the best song I'd ever heard. The crooked, tree-lined Madrid streets whizzed by and tables of beautiful, exotic-looking Spanish women ate tapas at a cafe. Anthony Kiedis filled my ears, and I forgot all about the language barrier and the lull and the fact that my would-be assailant was going 120 kilometers per hour. I was on a Spanish adventure. Hola, la España. More lechuga, por favor. My brief joy was squashed when my silent driver pulled up to a low-income housing project, looked at me, and nodded. I said, oh, um, gracias. Gracias was one of my Spanish five. I would say it 400 more times before I left Madrid. A tattooed 18-year-old who looked like a cooler Spanish version of my cousin Julie took me into a trailer to find an outfit that was muy loco. After trying on 20 different options, each one more muy loco than the next, she settled on her favorite, a pair of very tight blue warm-up pants, a beat-up red parka, one black shoe, one white shoe, and a hunter's cap. I wondered aloud why someone needed a muy loco outfit to chase a cat around. Cooler Spanish Julie said, uh, you are not with cat, you with car. Car? What do I do with car? I, uh, our communications had gone as far as they could. A car? What kind of operation was this? Was I doing a stunt? Were they putting me in an exploding car? And then I realized why they had spent so many euros to get me here. This wasn't a dog food commercial shoot. This was a porn shoot. <laughs> One of those gonzo porn shoots where they pick up a guy on the street dressed like a homeless superhero and abuse his little Jewish body in muy loco ways. <laughs> Back in my hotel, I ordered room service and paced around my room. I had been awake for 36 hours straight. I emptied the amount of my international calling card with calls to my girlfriend, my sister, my parents. I did not want to do the shoot anymore. What kind of life choices was I making? I hastily decided to move in with my girlfriend. I auditioned for a Spanish dog food commercial without considering that it could be a front for underground pornography. When I got home, if I got home, I would reevaluate how I did everything. A few sleepless hours later, the clock radio hit 5 AM. My silent driver took me through a dark, eerily quiet Madrid. No red hot chili peppers this time. Just the sound of a creaky white van racing to a porn shoot. We arrive and some Spaniards stand around a food truck. They offered me something to drink. Not a por mi, gracias, I said smugly. <laughs> I was not dumb enough to drink something that they had probably drugged. I put on my super tight, muy loco pre-sex warm-up pants and met Victor, the director. He explained the shot. I was supposed to chase a car down the street yelling hey at the car 
you know, like a dog would. <laughs> Just hey? See, Victor said, but like a dog would. Victor yelled, action, and I sprinted after the car. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> he yelled, coupe, and I stopped. Victor came over, and with his thick yet quiet Spanish accent said, fantastique, ma, fantastique, um, act more like dog if possible. If not, okay, he's great. I acted more like a Spanish dog. Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> Sprinting all the while, knowing that this little game was only just the foreplay to my eventual humiliating on-camera moment. After sprinting and acting like a Spanish dog 15 more times, Victor said, gracias, shook my hand, and went home. Luca, the lone English-speaking PA, told me that he could drive me back to the hotel now. Apparently, Victor ended the shoot early because it was Friday and he had to be home by sunset. He is, how you say, Jewish? Just like that, we were done. Relief filled my muy loco outfit. I couldn't believe the director was Jewish. If someone would have told me he was a fellow member of the tribe, I never would have worried about a thing. On the way back to the hotel, I took advantage of Luca's English to ask if he had any idea why I was flown 6,000 miles to wear a muy loco outfit and chase a car down the street. He laughed and told me they actually had auditions in Spain and they couldn't find anybody. Then they had auditions in England and couldn't find anybody. So then they had auditions in Los Angeles and now here you are. The actors that are Spanish, they are, how you say, leading men? They are not um, ones with character, like you. <laughs> you should be flattered. You are literally the best dog impersonator in the whole world. <laughs> As usual, instead of just enjoying a really cool opportunity, I conjured up a ridiculous scenario which almost ruined everything. I vowed to do one more thing when I got home. Stop getting so in my head and creating obstacles when none exist. I forgot that advice as soon as I got to the airport and saw a sketchy looking guy at the gate. However, I did buy a book about making tapas, which my girlfriend and I put in the breakfast nook of our new duplex. There were no recipes with lechuga. 